Hey folks, thanks for joining us on the Sportsman Weekly Podcast. Today we're talking to Hunter Williams of Sophia, North Carolina. He killed a big buck in uh, Randolph County on uh, the 18th of September. So we're going to get him on the line and talk about the hunt. Hunter, thanks for joining us on the show and tell us about that big buck. Well, I I, uh, I had him on camera last year. Uh, he, he was a, as well a 10 point last year, but just wasn't you know nowhere near as big, didn't have the mass or time length. Um, but, uh, I had pictures of him last year since about August and all throughout the year to the last day of deer season. So I knew he had made it. And, uh, he was actually running with a, another deer that I was after last year. And, uh, the neighbors, uh, the joining property ended up getting the big one. So that was all right. But, um, started running cameras again this year, about August again, and, uh, picked him up on the, on the first card pool and, um, stayed with him from then on. And, uh, and the same thing was last year, whenever I, uh, whenever they should prevail, it, they usually moved to the opposite side of the property and, uh, I had cameras over there, but I hadn't had any pictures of him yet. And then sure enough, the week after bow season, he shed his velvet and that's where he popped up at and, uh, hunted the stand one evening and, uh, seen two little does and, um, went in there the next time, uh, about a week later and, uh, he ended up showing up and, Came out one time, and I don't know if something spooked him or, or what it was. Uh, I had a good wind. had a steady wind hitting me in the face the whole time, but he ended up running back in the woods. And then about 10 minutes later, he came back out, and uh, he was just real real skittish and spooky. But um, he kind of brought out of 42 yards, and I didn't know if he was going to leave again or not. So I drew back, and I was able to make a pretty good shot on him, and he didn't even make it out of the field all the time. So... I was pretty tickled with that. All right. Yeah, you got to be happy with a with a shot like that. Uh, I was tickled, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why he was so spooky, but um, he was. Like I said, I hunted that stand one time and seen two deer, and then uh, no sign of him. And I didn't hunt it again until the next week because I didn't really have the best wind. And uh, that's when I went back in there the next time, and he ended up. Coming out about, I don't know, 6.30-something. Uh, and, uh, you know, then ran off out of, the, out of the field and came back about 10 to 15 minutes later, and that's whenever I was able to finally get a shot off after sitting there watching him for about a good 10 minutes or so for him to get close enough to me for a shot. So. All right. And uh, about what time of day was it? Whenever I shot him, yeah. 7.30, I'd say, by the time I finally got a shot at him. All right. And how long had you been uh, in the stand that day? Uh, I've been in the stand since about four fifteen that evening. All right. So uh, you had a you had a little bit of a wait, but it was worth it, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> but uh, you know, like I said, I I had him had him on camera last year, and had I had two encounters with him last year. Uh, both uh, well, one during September bow season uh, last year, but. Like I said, he just wasn't, you know, nowhere near the deer he was this year. But uh, passed on him then, and then ended up seeing him the last week of gun season in uh, in December. And he ate corn in front of him for about thirty minutes, and I passed on him then. And All right, I, I believe it ended up paying off for me. Yeah, sounds like it did. Well, good on you for letting him pass, and uh, and then going back to get him this year. Uh, so. Oh yeah, I was I was pretty tickled with that. It's always nice whenever you can. You know, let, let one go like that and then see him show back up the next year and then it ended up getting, getting him when he gets bigger, you know. 
Yeah. So yeah. it's always nice to be able to watch them, you know, grow and turn into something, you know, that you really, really want. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's great. And uh, did you have him green scored? Um, I did. I Well, I did it about three days later. So he'd already been in the freezer, but he ended up going 146 after a couple of days in the freezer before I took him to the taxidermist. So. Man, that's jam up. I appreciate it. That's a great score. Are you going to bring him to the Dixie Deer Classic in March? I, I'm wanting to. Uh, that's the plan. So, uh, All right. You know, I hope I'll be able to go up there and uh, get his horns at least from the taxidermist or get him back if he's done. So. Yeah. Yeah, great. Well, uh, what uh, what taxidermist are you using? Uh, he is at Larry Sheffield's in Montgomery County. Um, he's right. done all of my deer, my dad's and grandpa's. He's done them for, you know, since before I was even born, he's done theirs. He does great work. All right, great. And uh, is this your biggest deer yet? Uh, he is, yes, sir. He is all my right. biggest one. So I was tickled to get him with a bow. That was even more special to me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And what kind of bow were you using? Uh, I just, well, I, I had a Matthews Hayline and I uh, ended up getting rid of it right before uh, this hit and went to uh, Fuel Outdoor Gear here in uh, Archdale, yeah. uh, in North Carolina, and uh, picked up a new uh, Matthews VXR and uh, got it dialed in. And it was the first deer I drew back on with it, the first deer I shot at. So that was a pretty good one with, the first, with that first uh, bow. Yeah, you might want to. Might want to get some taxidermy on the bow and just hang it up, <laughs> hang it on the wall. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, that's good, man. Uh, and what were you uh, in a ground blind or up in a stand? No, sir. Um, actually, uh, well, like I said, um, last year, whenever I realized that, um, you know, they after they shed their bell, they started using the other side of the property, you know, quite more frequently than the side that they usually start out on in August. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have a stand over there last year, so uh, I went over there before season started this year and went ahead and hung a, hung a lock on and uh, started running some cameras over there and was just pretty much waiting for him to show up. And, you know, he, he did, sure enough, the week after he shed his velvet or right there after, you know. So uh, it was a stand that I particularly hung, you know, for that reason, waiting to see if they did the same thing as they did last year, and uh, he ended up doing it, so. All right. It was kind of cool. It was like taking, you know, taking it back and doing your homework and, you know, trying to see if he did the same thing and ended up doing it. So that was, that was pretty nice. Right. Well, good, man. Good for you. Uh, sounds like you did everything the right way and it, and it, and it paid off for you. I appreciate it. All right. And, uh, yeah, we appreciate you, uh, again, sending that to us and, uh, and, yep. and letting us, letting us share your story with our readers. I'm sure they'll, they'll really enjoy this one a lot. Oh yeah, I've seen. Uh, I got some other buddies that killed some big ones this year that y'all uh, y'all posted. So I enjoyed reading those. So I'm sure I will mine. Well, good, good. Well, thanks a lot, man. And uh, I don't know if you're hunting this weekend or not, but if you are, good luck. I hope you hope you get on another big one. And uh, oh yeah, and we we appreciate uh appreciate your time. Yes, sir. Not a problem. Um, thank y'all very much for for the opportunity as well. Hey, there you go, folks. Hunter Hunter Williams. How about that? Uh, did all his homework and got a nice deer out of it. And congratulations to him. And uh, thank you for joining us on the Sportsman Weekly Podcast. Tune in next time. We'll have another story for you. I'm your host, Brian Cope, signing off. <laughs>